Hey guys, welcome back to another exciting episode of our Slightly Spiritual Podcast. And we're very happy, excited, overjoyed to have Amanda Nova back with us. Uh, we were just chatting prior that she was on one of our previous episodes and her guides and loved ones came in and it was amazing to be able to read for you and chat. But this time we want to let you talk a little bit more and give you the time and space to share all about your work and your Instagram and how you're helping people because um, Allie and I, especially me, are like so fascinated by it. We love your Instagram. Well, I'm getting ahead. I feel like I'm getting ahead. But welcome, <laughs> Amanda. Welcome, Allie. Yeah. I'm so excited. Hi, guys. Hey, I'm so glad to be here again with you guys. Such good energy and good vibes. I'm, I'm feeling it. Coming off the full moon. It's, it's good stuff. Oh. Yeah. It's 12-12. It's a portal day. This is when we're recording. Oh my it's God. a portal day. I don't know if I... It's like, oh, well, that was special. meant to be. Yeah, yeah. right. I realize that's awesome. Um, is there anything special we should be doing for the portal day? I mean, it's this one's a lot. Long story short, this one's a lot about releasing. I mean, it's not a surprise that it's twelve twelve. Um, it's the twelfth month of the year, obviously. Um, I mean, you can do a lot of research, but it there's a reason why 12 is so significant. Um, there's 12 hours in a day, 12 months in a year, 12 oh. astrological signs. I mean, I could go on and on. Right. Um, but this is all about like completion, releasing, letting go. Um, this one's also like anything to do today is like the typical things on energy days, take it easy. If you can meditate journal, spend a few moments to yourself, just connecting in grounding is really great. Also, um, this, last thing I'll just say is this energy portal, um, is really, how do I put this? I want to say kind of like, I feel like it's like the slingshot. If I had to describe it, it feels like it's like, all right, get ready. Mm -hmm. Like get the people that you want, get the friends that you want, get the belief statements that you want. It's like, get ready. Cause then I feel like when January comes or middle of January on, we're just going to be like full, really fast forward moving probably more so than we felt in the past three years, honestly. So this energy and into the solstice on the 21st of December feels very much like, okay, it's like that slingshot. It's like, mm -hmm. get ready. Like, what are all the things yeah. you want with you? Cause then you're just going to be like catapulted forward. So that can bring a lot of endings because if anything's not serving you right, then it's like, okay, time to let that mm -hmm. go so that you're even lighter to be able to go even farther forward when this energy starts moving forward again, how I would describe yeah. it. So um yeah it's funny you say that too because I don't know who it was that posted something yesterday it might have been Katie Calder but I absolutely couldn't be making that up in my head um about how like now is the time to find basically like not just your starseed like tribe but like your other like I'm trying to think of, like a better way to say this but, like your other like spiritual peeps and like your you want to take them into the what the soul family Yes, your soul yes. family. There you go. Yeah. Um, thank you for completing my brain, Amanda. Um, <laughs> <Let's do that. laughs> but it's so how funny that we're doing this on a portal day. And like, I totally feel like you guys are my starseed peep soul family oh. situation. So thanks, guys. Um, it's also I love it. it. I love the idea too, that come like this coming to the end of this year, because I feel like this has been a really insane year oh my god fucking like, crazy yeah like it's been crazy like and I feel yeah. like on a personal note like 
I feel like I jumped timelines like like I feel like there's so much stuff that happened that like to me it's yeah. like oh we're gonna spring again <laughs> like well I thought we yeah. just did that so just preparing I think is really oh great. my god taking that to heart um absolutely and it you know I'm excited for this next year I'm curious to see like energetically what it holds and um even though this last year has been crazy I like Cindy said, I feel like so much has been like released, has been cleared, has been, you know, all the things. So even though I feel like the energy right now that we're sitting in is like kind of uncomfy, my hope is that it's like a catapult for things in the new year. So we'll see. Um, anyway, every time I see you, Amanda, like on Slightly Spiritual, I always go back to our Tick Boot Camp episode <laughs> and how like Matt wow. and like Rich were like what the actual fuck is like going on right now but then we come on here and we can nerd out as much as we want so it works out well yeah which is awesome I feel like that was such a stars collide when that actually had to be in when was that like April or June? when did we record that like it yeah was early I think it was year. like April or May yeah. yeah I was like in some of this year of this year yeah. oh I, was, I thought yeah it was some big transformational shit yeah. that I was going through like that was like I think I had like just had like some sort of awakening like I had just changed my brand to Amanda Nova which yeah. was like I had like everything was sort of like happening and then I was like on that podcast and you and I were like yeah. it was like two like colliding star seeds yeah. <laughs> like we were like whoa yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um I'm curious for you, and I'm like jumping way ahead in what I wanted to talk about. That's okay. It'll happen as it's meant to. Um, I'm curious for you hearing you talk about going through this awakening. What was that like? Or like, what was the tipping point of that? Like what started that journey? I guess that I feel like catapulted you into like the energy and the space that you're in today. Yeah. So I feel like I've always been connected very spiritual connected to guides to angels you know a I would say more woo-woo spiritual person always but this year I really committed to really like breaking my soul open like I transformed so much because I really made that choice like I decided in the beginning of the year that I was going to go on this journey and I was just going to learn so much about my soul so I was like very committed to diving into the Akashic records, learning about past lives, like really healing a lot of trauma, doing a lot of shadow work. Like I just really like dove into the depths of my soul. And because I really wanted to learn about myself and through that I truly did, but I didn't come out on the other side unscathed. Like I wasn't, I just feel like it totally changed who I was as a person because once you start to learn those things and know those things, and then connect even more with your higher self, with your guides. It's like, you're no longer the same person. Like you can't make the same decisions. You can't do the same things. And it just changed so much, but it was so incredibly painful. Like that first like quarter of last year, cause it really sort of did happen throughout the year, which I kind of love because it's like very like timeline-esque, but like um, the first quarter of the year was so so painful for me like physically emotionally like it was so hard I was hysterical crying on the on the regular like it was crazy but like worth it you know like it was like I I had to do that like I had to go 
into past traumas. Like I had to go into past lives and like go through all of these things so that I could heal. And like, I was very committed to doing that, which that's the work, right? Like that's the stuff that's hard, but like it, it really ended up being worth it. Um, I feel like most people don't realize that like, I think they call it a dark night of the soul, yeah. right? I'm like, I see the memes all the time that like always make me laugh in like the chronic disease community where it's like me on my 20th, you know, dark night of the soul and yeah. somebody just sitting there like eating popcorn or whatever. Cause like you've done it so many times you're like used to it by then, but yeah, it's true. Like you really do in certain um, situations in life. And I feel like depending on where you're trying to go, you really do have to be like cracked open. Kind of like you said, and I love what you said about I wrote it down breaking you literally broke your soul open to get to where you are now um and I guess when you were I'm curious like when you were in that journey even though it was like so painful and you had to work through so many things like what kept you going in that I think that I felt like I couldn't continue on the way that I was going and a lot of it did have to do with being sick. It's like, I sort of had this moment with my healing journey that like, I wasn't going to get any further unless I took a different path and a different route. Right. And so like, so many things ended up happening from that. And I just was like, okay, I know where I want to be. I did, actually, I would say that I didn't even know where I wanted to be. I knew how I wanted to feel. And I knew that I didn't feel that in my life. Like I really wanted to liberate myself and feel free. And I didn't feel free in my career, in my physical body. Like I felt like a prisoner and I knew that I wanted to be free. And I think that that drove me to just continue. And I will say like throughout all of the pain and everything that had happened through that period, because like, it was like my whole life blew up, right? Like I ended up coming off of all these medications that I was on which like I physically went through like a withdrawal period and a detox. And then I like lost my job out of nowhere. Like it was like all these crazy things through all of that. I think my trust and faith in the universe and my relationship with my guides that kept getting closer, kept me going because I never felt like I wasn't supported through it. So like, although it was painful, yeah. there would be signs and things that would happen that I would know like, okay, like I still believe and I still have faith that on the other side of this is everything that I want, but I have to like go through it to get there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's be it's beautiful to feel so supported. And um, I feel like not many people would have been able to like push themselves through the way that you did. So. I give you a lot of credit there. <laughs> it took, it took a lot. A like, lot of credit. Well, yeah, there was some painful stuff, but I, you know, I just I had to just have faith. Like, I mean, we just, and we, and it's blind faith, like that we all mm -hmm. have to have, right? And it's like, like, I think we had talked about last time, like seeing numbers or whatever those mm -hmm. things are, like I would ask for signs, you know, and mm -hmm. I would just continue and continue even when it was really hard. And there were days, like I talk about like, after I had lost my job, I would just drive upstate and I would just like scream in my car. But then after that, I would call upon the universe, you know, like just send me a sign that this is like all going to be okay. And whether I saw, you know, I looked for those things, whether I saw a number or 
you know, repeating numbers or a flower or something that kind of like would bring me back. And then I'd be like, okay, this is all going somewhere. You know, this is terrible, but it's all going somewhere. And like, it was, you know, and I'm so, so grateful for that. I was watching this thing, I don't know, it was like this morning or something or last night before bed about um, like synchronicities and it's basically, and signs. And they're basically saying, it's basically saying that like, you are literally in that moment shifting your vibration to be able to see the sign or see the synchronicity or get whatever it is, right? Which I think is so beautiful because though that's essentially what you're doing throughout this whole work and process, what you called like a breaking open, it's you're literally changing your vibration. It's like part of that ascension process that everyone talks about. But I think I love the way you're describing it because that's essentially what you're doing. You're going through like an ascension process, which is changing your vibration to be able to not only see and attract these signs, but then also be able to see and attract the life that you want or that feeling as you described that you want. So I love how you're, you're literally like breaking down, like these are the steps. This is what we're doing. Cause I get a lot of questions or we get a lot of questions in the slightly spiritual community, but also I get it in my own work. I'm like, well, where do you start and how do you know, and how do you know it's working? And I'm like, you, you don't until you're looking for signs, but then seeing signs is a validation that it's working because you wouldn't be able to see those or recognize those if I, if your vibration also wasn't changing, which is so cool. So do you have any, go ahead. I think I'm going to answer your questions about your okay, question. <laughs> specific things that you can do. Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> yes. And I was also going to say, are there any specific things that you do? Um, yeah. Like modality or spiritual hacks and then actual guides that you work with or call on. I was going to make it a three-part question, but yes. Okay. Wherever so you want to take it. That, so we're like, so on the same level. Okay. So what I was going to say is that something that I did when things were really dark and it was really hard was that I used to make lists that at the end of every day, that sort of validated how I wanted to feel, right? And I had more than one thing. So like one was abundant, right? Because like I had lost my job, I wanted to bring in more money. Another one was like this feeling of liberation. And so I used to then list out at the end of the day, things that validated that feeling through the day. And in the beginning, it was so hard because like things, I was like, I couldn't make a dollar. Right. But like, I would go somewhere and some guy, I'll never forget like this guy, I went to like a farm. I was like, very, just like living my upstate like life. The guy gave me a free donut. I couldn't even eat the donut. Right. Because I'm vegan, but I was like yeah. on my list, like, hell yeah, I am abundant AF. I got a free <laughs> donut today. Okay. Like I got a donut, right. Like I got a free donut. And then it would like, that list would grow. Or it would be like, oh, I got to go wherever I wanted today. Wow, I am so free. I'm so liberated. And like that would just validate that like I was getting those things. And that changed my life like entirely because it started, those things became bigger, right? Yeah, they snowball, right? It like, right. And then the universe was like, oh, you want to feel more of this? Here's more of this, right? And so like that started to happen and I think that's such a small thing that people can do early on because it's like, just find that stuff. Um, yeah. That's been really helpful for me. I think in terms of my guides, I, I always just kind of speak to spirit guides. I think some of them, like, I know some of them, I don't, you know, I kind of just like believe that I have this like team of guides and angels that like hang out with me and like protect me. And I just chat with them. And I, really 
talk to them a lot. And I, I think I said last time, like I'll say like blue lights, like sometimes like, so I'll be like, you know, hey, you know, just calling in my guides, my lights, my angels. I call upon my ancestors a lot, which I didn't used to do. This is like become a new thing that I'm doing. Um, but I call upon my ancestors a lot too, to kind of come in and help me and protect me. And I'll just say sometimes like the universe, like I believe for whatever reason, all these things are separate, but they're not right. It's just energy. It's like all one thing. Right. But I'm just like, Hey, anybody who's listening, please come hang out with me, support me. Um, but I feel supported by them. Yeah. That's so beautiful. I love it. Um, Okay, I totally want to switch. Am I allowed to switch gears, Allie? I'm going to like totally go yes. off the rails and do something. Okay. Yes. Oh my God. This is all about going off the rails. What are yeah, you talking about? <laughs> I, about? I love I loved all this, but I totally want to switch gears. Okay. okay. We have to talk about the vagus nerve and like what it is. If we, like if we yes. finish this podcast and talk about it, I'm going to like literally explode because <laughs> right. I need, I, because like I have to just background story. I had never really like, known about it or heard about it till actually during the pandemic, I started working with um, a somewhat mentor of mine who does a lot of animal energy healing and the horses, we work with horses, obviously horses talk about the vagus nerve and all that. And I was like, what is this? And then I went on this rabbit hole of like learning more about it, but it is so critical. And then when I started following you, I'm like, oh my God, she gets it. She's talking about the same thing that animals talk about. She's, I was like, this is so cool. So yes, I'm going to stop talking so you can share about like, what is it? What do you do? Okay. All the things. Okay. So first of all, the funniest thing about me and the vagus nerve that I'm now becoming known for is I have no idea where I picked up this information. Like I have to tell, and this happens to me a lot. And this is like also a big part of my like Claire sentience. Like, I don't know sometimes like where information comes from, but I have been talking about the vagus nerve since I started my Instagram back in like 2019, like 2018, 2019, I've been talking about it. I don't remember where this came from. But I have studied it more and more. I've been talking about it for a long time. And what ended up happening was like, people are so, were so into it. And I was like, I need to learn more about this. Like nobody is talking about this. And I will say like, I get a lot from people like, oh, like, is there a book? Like there is A, not that much information on it. And B, it's scattered. So what I ended up doing was I created a class in... I think it was August. I think I actually did it on like the Lionsgate portal like this year. Like, and I was like, I'm going to do a class. So I gathered all this information and put it together. And that then I learned so much more about it and how it was connected to all these different bodily systems because I was like, this doesn't exist anywhere. Like, where is all this information? And it's so fascinating. So I'll explain for the listeners like what it is. So your vagus nerve is the longest cranial nerve in your body and cranial meaning that it starts in the medulla in the brain. And then it actually goes down. We have one on each side and it goes down through the ear canal into our throat, our thymus. And it's known as the wandering nerve because it actually branches out like a tree into all these different organs in our body. So it affects not only our throat, our swallowing, our digestion, you know, our immunity, but also our heart. So it actually has a role in the pumping of our heart. It affects our lungs and our respiratory system. And then it sort of goes down, it touches the liver, the gallbladder, and then it lands in our digestive system. So there's so many things about it that are, it's connected, right? Because about 80% of the messages sent through the vagus nerve, which messages get sent through nerves, are from the organs 
to the brain. So if there's dysfunction in any of the organs, like if there's gut dysfunction, right? Or there's, you know, COPD in the lung or there's issues in the heart, whatever it is, then it gets mixed messages to the brain. So this nerve functioning is so important because it has to be a clear channel. Because if it's not, there's a miscommunication, right? So it's so, so important. It's also the switch of our nervous system. So our autonomic nervous system has two states. One is our sympathetic state and one is our parasympathetic state. Our parasympathetic state is when we're at peace, we're digesting, we're digesting, we're feeling like super cool, we're like fine, right? Our sympathetic state is when we're activated, right? Like we're angry, we're frustrated, we're under attack. That's our sympathetic state. Our vagus nerve is actually responsible for bringing us out of that place of like, oh my God, I'm being attacked right now, I'm activated, I'm chronically stressed and bringing us back into our peaceful state of calm. So a lot of people have vagus nerve dysfunction from yeah, chronic illness. I mean, Lyme disease can cause it, right? Like mold can cause it. So many different things can cause dysfunction within the nerve. So then they get stuck in a sympathetic state. So you always feel activated. So it's like suddenly that feeling of, oh my God, like I'm under attack, like real attack becomes like, oh my God, my boss is calling me. My whole world is like, why is everything on fire all the time? People get stuck in this state of chronic stress, which causes inflammation, which causes autoimmune disease. So there's like all these different things. And then the vagus nerve can't shut any of that off. So making sure that it's functioning properly affects a, like so many organs in your body, but also affects inflammation, your nervous system. Like it's, it's unbelievable. I know that was really long-winded. I hope that that made no, sense. Okay. It did. No, it absolutely did. It's fascinating. I think, how do I put that? Like, I think we sometimes feel like our bodies are working against us, especially when we're sick or we're trying to lose weight or our digestion's off, whatever it is, you know, any of the number of things you mentioned or that we're all going through. But then it's so funny that it, it actually can be so simple. Like maybe it's just this nerve that's off and that it needs, you know, we don't need a million. I mean, sometimes you do need a million medications and all these things, but like, maybe it's a little more simpler than that. Like I always say like our body's designed to heal and to help us, but maybe it's just that we're, we're not allowing it to heal or not allowing this nerve to work correctly or whatever. And that it could be as simple as that. So I don't know. I love that how connected everything is. Um, what's interesting is that, um, when the animals or, or horses were talking about it in like past, uh, like, I guess, trainings or observations that I've done is they tend to bring it up when in like manifesting essentially, or also in terms of like feeling a disconnect from where we are and also what we're wanting to see in the world. And it's interesting that this nerve is literally responsible for like connecting all these organs together. So it's funny that like spiritually they would bring it up as like, well, if you're feeling a disconnect from where you're at and like where your head's at and where you want to be, like, this is the nerve to look at. So, but it's interesting because then it impacts all and all in Chinese medicine, you know, all the organs represent different parts, whether it's grief or like, you know, anger or whatever. Right. So it's, it's just funny that then like, again, one thing can be so connected to impacting a lot of your, and if you have a lot of grief or anger, all these emotions, right, then it's hard to manifest because you're in this tough energy, you know, so it's, I don't know. I don't know if I'm making sense, but it's, it's interesting how, I don't want to say easy, but how simple the solution yes. could be or can be. Well, there's, there, it's so connected 
to trauma as well. So when mm -hmm. we talk about like that kind of getting stuck, right? Like that, like grief, that sadness, that's, we talk about it being stored in the body, which is, which is so much of what I do, right? Is like teaching yes. how to be in this physical form that hurts because we have so many things stored in it. I hear from people all the time because activating the vagus nerve is, is relatively simple, right? Like you can massage it. You can, you know, I show people how to do it through the ear, but singing, breath work, like all these really like simple practices, people will tell me, I don't understand Amanda, why when I do these things, do I cry hysterically? And I'm like, you are releasing trauma that is stored in that nerve in the body that's preventing, you know, like that's clearing that stuff out. Right. Like, and yeah. so I'm totally with you. Like it is, there's so much there. And then we do think like, it's like, I hear, um, you know, I have friends who are breathwork facilitators and all this stuff and they, what they do is work so well, but they don't always know why, you know, it's like, there's not always that connection, like to the physical piece. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, breathing that deep into the belly is what impacts mm -hmm. that nerve. Right. So like there is that yeah. physical connection to the spiritual, you know, like all of that's connected. Um, <laughs> I could geek out on this stuff like all day. I know. Same. It's I amazing. know. Part three, part four, part five. I know we're gonna have like <laughs> Amanda's just gonna become a regular contributor I'm here. Poor Amanda. Ready to work. <laughs> um, no, but it's it's so it's so incredible. And like the more that I've kind of dove like into it, because like even think about like like when I show pictures of it and we talk about how it's like the wanderer, right? Like it looks like a tree. Yeah. Like it's like all these roots, right? It's so connected to just the way that we present ourselves. And I feel like my journey has been like, I did a lot of questioning of like, why am I here? What am I doing? What am I doing as a soul? Like, what is this? And what I've realized more recently with all this vagus nerve stuff and traditional Chinese medicine, like teaching people how to work with the meridians of the body and acupressure and kind of connect these things is like teaching souls how to be in a physical form. Like teaching people how to manage being in their physical form because it's not easy to be mm -hmm. like our bodies hurt, especially people who are chronically ill. We don't feel safe in our physical form. Like this is mm -hmm. not the place like I want to hang out. Like it, it sucks. So it's like, how do we like deal with that and connect and like actually be in our bodies because we need to, right? Like this is our home physically right now. So we need to like deal with that. So like, that's kind of like why I do so much of the teachings that I do is like, mm -hmm. okay, so like we're in this form and you're having these issues. Well, like, how do we work with that? And how do you do it at home, you know, by yourself? Like, how can you heal yourself, like in your own way with your hands? I'm did curious. you have like, oh, God. No, you go ahead, Cindy. I, well, I was just going to ask a quick question. Of, did you have like an aha moment where this quote unquote purpose mm -hmm. or reason for being came to you? Like, because I get, we get a lot of questions from people and I do mm -hmm. for my clients as well about like, well, I don't know what I'm here for. I don't know what I'm meant to be doing or like, how do I figure that out? And I'm like, you just got to start with things that you're excited about that you're interested in learning more about. And then usually that the dots will start to connect and something will show up, but which is sort of, it sounds like what you did or how yeah. your journey came about. But yeah, I'm just curious if there was like an aha moment or a moment when you're like, oh my God, yeah, this is it. Like, I love this. This is what I want to do. Or if it just sort of like progressed. Yeah, I think I was searching for a really long time. And while I was searching, I was sort of just doing, and I was doing intuitively what I felt like I should be doing, but I didn't realize what it was until recently. Like, if that makes sense, where I was yes. like, okay, like, this is the stuff that I'm doing. This is what I care about. I feel 
guided to do this because I, I really believe, and I know that this is going to be like woo woo, but I really believe that like the teachings that I have that come from me, the medicine that I share is not mine. I don't believe that it's mine. I believe that I'm a vessel. Like I really do. And I think kind of like opening myself up to that and being like, use me. Like I am going to take all the information that I get in downloads and all the information that I find and that, you, and I'm going to share that with the world. So like, then I had this moment. So I was like doing that. And then I had this moment. I was like, oh, I just realized what I do. Like I was on, I was actually on a podcast with, with someone who's a mentor of mine, who's an Akashic reader. And we were talking and I was like, okay, so I'm just really realizing right now what my purpose is, my purpose. And I like to do this like whole thing. I'm like, I just realized what I've been doing for the past six months. Like, hello. Um, So, you know, I think it's just about like following what lights you up and like really listening because I, you know, ideas come from places and words. Everyone receives things differently, but it's like just sort of listening in and then following those, you know, that inkling, that creative spurt, like, you know, because that comes from somewhere, you know, it's not, we, we're not the first people to say these things ever, right? It's just like, this might not be the first lifetime that I've taught this stuff. This is the first lifetime I'm probably not being persecuted for it. Like, you know, like usually, you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. So I just believe that like all that stuff that's coming through me is coming from somewhere. It's definitely coming from somewhere. You know, I'm just here to (laughs) teach it in my own way. You are the channel. I am the channel. I am the best for the thing. <laughs> um, of course, we're going to link to your Instagram and all the videos and all the things. But going back to the Vegas nerve for a second, for somebody listening to this, where maybe it's like their first time, like being exposed to this information, or like the Vegas nerve in general, where would you tell like a novice in it? I guess to start, if if it resonates and it feels like this is a massive issue yeah I would really I'm gonna promote myself just pat myself on them but I would really take my the replay of my class waking up in Vegas because it's literally I think an hour and a half like 20 minutes or questions it's super short super concise like really easy to get the information because that'll really teach you how the vagus nerve works in all the bodily systems and then you'll actually then with me because it was a live class, like you'll actually see me doing the stuff and walking people through it. I think that's a really good place to start. Um, I also have some videos on YouTube that talk about it as well, but they're a little bit shorter and less like this. That's really the collective. I think that's a good place because there's not a lot of places where all the information is combined. Like you'll get bits and pieces and you do have to be careful because there is a whole other side of the vagus nerve that I don't think I've ever seen anyone talk about, but I like had to address it because I was so nervous that like something was going to happen. But like, there's also vasovagal syncope, which is when people have an overactive vagus nerve and they pass out. So a lot of people like pass out, like, and this is like a huge thing that goes on. Like people that have, think they have POTS, but they really have vasovagal. Like it's like a huge thing. Um, And so like, there's that piece of it too. So anyway, in that class, like I kind of talk about all that stuff. I think it's important for people to know both sides of it because there's a lot of people suffering with that and nobody talks about it ever. Yeah, that's so interesting. The pots, bagel thing, wow. Yeah, Um, a lot of kids, like they pass out, like these kids that pass out. It's like the crazy, I I don't have it. So I really had to like 
dive into this arena to talk about it, but people are so grateful because they don't, they have it and they don't know why they've been, like, they don't understand. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm also curious. It, it sounds like through this kind of like unexpected awakening to like your higher purpose and like what you're supposed to share and all these things, you've had so many learnings on like dis-ease in the body, like disease. And I'm curious to know, is there anything that you learned or that your guide shared with you or that you intuitively yourself picked up on um, more around like disease related to like Lyme disease? Because I know we have a lot of people that have Lyme that listen to the podcast. So I, I would just be curious to know. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think the the learnings, I think, around Lyme in a, in a spiritual way for me, I think was sort of this like unlock of this physical mm-hmm. prison. Like, I think, yeah. I think, I really believe that healing from Lyme comes from definitely a, a natural herbal place, a medical place. Like, I really mm-hmm. think you need to combine several modalities. And Mm -hmm. for me, the download for that was like, I was going through standard treatment, right? I was going through antibiotics. Like I was going through all of it. Like I did, I, I played by the rules, right? Like I was like, okay, like, let's, let's do this, right? Like here, this is what I'm supposed to do. I think what I learned was to take it into my own hands and listen to my body. And I didn't heal until that happened right until like I was like okay like I'm gonna stop listening to all the noise because there's so much as you know I mean like it's like and really like learn about my physical body like my vagus nerve where trauma stored in my body like the experiences that I had that led me to ending up having Lyme and like how Mm -hmm. to heal those things right like all of that stuff I feel like had like my thing is like that's what people need to do like you need to tune into your body mm-hmm. like I tell people like to date your body like you almost need to come mm-hmm. in and then be like okay like I have this hip pain can I talk to this hip pain you know like or this mm-hmm. spinal pain and like what is causing this spinal pain yes the Lyme is there but like what else is there you know what I mean like there's other stuff there and you and you're not going to fully get into remission until you do all that stuff combined in for you. I mean, we've talked about this in the past, I believe on this podcast of like disease in the body is disease of the soul. And I think it's fun that you tell people to talk to their body because when you're in pain, that is the body talking to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But right? we don't talk it's about like, like, shut yeah. up. <laughs> but but like, yeah, that's <laughs> that's <laughs> It's like a one-way conversation for so long. It's the body just trying to talk to us. And then we ignore, we ignore, we ignore, we cover it up, we cover it up. Well, I mean, and not everybody, but a lot of people, right? And then I love it. You're like, well, just talk to it. Cause it's like, yeah, the body's like, it's a one-way conversation. Like it's time to make it a two-way conversation. Right. Like, Like, what is it saying? And I think that that for me was like a big thing with, with the line healing was Mm -hmm. like, I was, I realized that I was numbing. And I didn't mm-hmm. think that I was because I was like, you know, living this like holistic vegan, you know, lifestyle. Right. So I didn't mm-hmm. realize, but like, I still was taking medications for pain because pain, like I ended up from my line having inflammatory arthritis. So like pain was really my life. Right. And so I was really numbing that 
with medication, with different things. And even things like meditation, like I think meditation Mm -hmm. is so wonderful, but I was repeatedly leaving my body just being like, Mm -hmm. I need to be somewhere else. I need to numb this. Like I need to, and it wasn't until like, I started to come back in, which hurt, right? Like that was painful as, because my Mm -hmm. body and I were like disconnected for 10 years. Like I was like, you, all Mm -hmm. it did was cause me pain. So it was painful to come in, but I was like, I'm never going to heal this. If I keep throwing things at it that are just numbing it, like we need to have a relationship in order to move forward. (laughs) Like I was like, this is not we're this is not working out. Like we're either breaking up or like, we're going to date. And like, this is going to be cute. Like, and that's what I had to do was like, slowly be like, what do you like? Do you like this movement? Like, does this feel nice and free? Like, you know, instead of being like, you're going to work out, you're going to lose weight. You know, like it was like, I had to kind of like, we had to forge a new relationship. And that was a really important like unlock for me of like letting me out of the prison that I was in. Yeah. I love the way you're describing it. It's just, it's beautiful. Date your body. So yeah. good. Date your body. I think we need to date lots of, I think we just need to make dating. Like, like even when you're in a partnership for a long time, like you got to date your partner again. Like, I don't know. You got to date your work again. Yeah. You know, you just gotta like make it fun. Like that's to know date, you know, like I would say like dance for me was a really big thing. Um, because I, you know, you spend so much time when you're chronically ill, especially with Lyme on like regiment. And like, I was so hyper vigilant by the time that this was like, I, it just like, everything was like, God, if one thing is out of place, like if I miss one of my like 50 supplements, like that's it, like everything is gonna, is gonna crumble. And also I grew up very like, you know, we exercise, like I was a personal trainer, like I was a boxer, like I was like very like, this is like how things are. And so like when I was going through this, like dating your body, I started to put on music and just move my body. And I would weep. Like I would end up just hysterical because all these things were being released and I never allowed myself to just move. And it was like, it was totally. So like, that's also like a big tip I have for people is like, just put music on and like be in the feminine, like be in the flow and just like let your body move however it feels like moving you know, go yeah. down. I mean, music, I think is, is a big key. Yeah. I mean, music is like, I think we're, we're not going to have time to cover this whole topic, but like, I think music is just also a huge key for um, shifting again, vibrations and energy in the body. And just like, we hear things as a, like in the physical body. That's one of the things that is amazing is having all the five senses and especially being able to hear from my understanding, we, we don't hear music on the other side, the same way we do in a physical body. So it's one of the great joys is being able to listen to whether it's just sound bowls or your favorite song or whatever, mm-hmm. just anything, because we don't, it, we're not, we can't experience it the same way on the other side. So I love that you brought that up as like a key thing or a simple thing, because that is something that at, as a soul in a physical body, we get excited about coming down here is being able to hear music. Cause it's not the same on the other side. It's different. So it's a cool thing. I love that so much. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what we hear during like a sound bath or something on the other side. Or like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I, I think we've only scratched the surface of like what sound is actually meant to be used for. I think yeah. that's how they built all the big megaliths and like uh, pyramids and things using sound. I think it's how like we can influence like anti-gravity if you follow all like that crazy technology. Mm-hmm. From, I don't call them UFOs, but just 
other yeah. worlds. Like it's anti-gravity. Mm-hmm. It's actually through sound and, and messing up the, or not messing, but like changing the vibration of gravity. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's just crazy. But like, I think we've only scratched the sur- surface of what sound and vibration is actually able to do here on earth. And again, one of them could just be helping us heal, right? Like yeah. sound is very healing in whatever form yeah. you choose to listen to it or use it. But I don't think we talk about that enough or share that enough or even know enough about yeah. it. So I love yeah, that be... so much. I also love that it could be anything too, mm-hmm. right? And I think Literally. it's interesting as we kind of just, just bring it back quickly to the vagus nerve. So I'm just gonna, gonna bring it back to that. But because there's sensory information that happens inside the ear hole and the canal, it's like that vibration actually does impact that nerve as well. Mm-hmm. So like it all kind of like connects. And I, I always tell people like there's frequency music. Like I think, you know, Cindy and I, we just talked about this. Like there's frequency yeah. music. I love it. Like it's incredible, but you can also like listen to like I, right before this, I was trying to like raise my vibration before I was chatting with you guys. And I was listening to like nineties R and B, like you could do whatever you want. I love it. Oh, just 1000%. I'm listening yeah. to like Lizzo sometimes and like Kayla yeah. yeah. when I need to raise it. Like, it's just it's literally like whatever I feel like that I want to pump it up. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like always spiritual woo, yeah, whatever. Yeah. To whatever you feel like listening to. Like, I just, I love that so Absolutely. much. So cool. Absolutely. There's no right or wrong way to do it, which is no. what's beautiful about it. And anybody no, who tells you otherwise, it's not true. <laughs> just kidding. Um, well, thank you so much, Amanda, for coming back. This was so nice. And we are for sure, I feel like there's just going to be many, many parts in the future. <laughs> yes, um, so we'll, as you um, grow in your vagal nerve journey, I guess we'll have, we'll have to come back and do like a part three. So it's exciting. Um, Is there anything you wanted to share that we didn't cover? Yeah. No, I mean, this was, this was great. Thank you guys so much for having me again. I always love chatting with you and yeah, can't wait. Thank you for coming back. And what was your course name? Waking up in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. That is the cutest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Um, I will link it in the episode description and I'm going to go check it out myself for my own Vegas nerve. Um, But that's like the cutest thing ever. So Go look for Amanda and waking up in Vegas and we'll link her Instagram and her course and all of her um, healing modalities in the episode notes. And um, thank you, Amanda. We'll see you soon. Bye.